0: Myatt Fuels, Schmalz Sandwich Shop, VersaLift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The old Matt Mosley Show. Off and running on a Thursday afternoon. Lots happening. China Spring playing for a state title. We'll talk about that at 420 uh, Oklahoma playing for the women's College World Series championship Aaron how many do they have in a row now 53 54 what is it I, I believe, mean it's right is Yes, it I believe this will
2: I think this will be 54 I'll double check
1: okay uh Glenn Moore Baylor softball coach hops on at five o'clock to discuss the women's college World Series. Now, Aaron, tomorrow we get some of the super regional action off and running. All right, I think the Horned Frogs start tomorrow against Indiana State. Aaron, we didn't really talk about that yesterday. Tough situation for Indiana State. The Sycamores had the opportunity to host a super regional, but logistics have made it Impossible. The school is helping host in uh, the state Special Olympics, which is great. But, of course, they didn't know Indiana State was going to make it all the way to the Super Regionals. So the team has to go. There are a lot of people at school think they could have found a way. Um, I kind of respect the school for saying, you know what, this is our commitment. This is where our attention needs to be. Uh and so we're gonna have to go play this thing on the road. They will play at TCU, at Lupton. And um Aaron, that game would have been in how do we say that part of Indiana? Ter Terrahout? Terra Terrahat? I think so. terror ter- it's Ter Terhout. I don't know. Does, has Stephanie ever dated anybody from there?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
4: really, Matt?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Recently, you did have somebody, an ex from one of our communities. Uh, there one in, of our uh,
5: communities.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, Toledo or somewhere like that. But So I just was going to double check there. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Tara Halt. That's it. That's it. I just needed to say it enough yes, till it kind of was. It sounded right in it, to my voice and my mind. Terre Haute. yeah. And that's where that that place is. And uh, they're not going to get to play there. The Sycamores having to come to TCU. We ought to. We ought to let Stephanie dig into some of this baseball. I mean, this this college baseball is really fun this time of year now i'd be remiss right off the top if i didn't mention uh richard Carr, uh buick uh gmc cadillac and um that hardcore work truck with the interior comfort of a luxury sedan the sierra 1500 is considered the best truck on the road right now at richard Carr. save 3,500 on a Sierra plus well-qualified buyers get 0.9% financing and no payments for 90 days on most new 2023 GMC Sierra 5.3 liter Ecotech V8s in stock. I love a good V8. I was in a V8 had a V8 Hemi the other day driving around in my SUV. Limitations apply. See dealer for details. And uh pretty pretty in that two thousand twenty three Buick Enclave. Man, that seems like something Stephanie would like. The Encore uh, it, or Envision in stock plus well qualified buyers get two point nine percent financing and no payments for ninety days. What is well qualified um, what does that mean? Probably means got pretty good credit, okay? But you know what? If you got some busted credit, I bet they'll find you a way. They'll still sell you a truck out there. They probably don't want me saying that, but they will. Richard Carr will find a way. All right, that's Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Now, Aaron, we've had all kinds of breaking news today. I, in, in Campus Confidential, we'll tell you all about the uh, the Big 12's expansion into Mexico. Aaron, that's the new, that's the realignment. They're just adding Mexico. <laughs> They're adding Mexico. I mean well I guess they're going to a bowl game over there. We're gonna to get to go to Monterey. Man, I, I kinda of always wanted to go hang out in Monterey, see what was going on. I can't remember if I've been there or not. I've been to I've been to Matamoros back in the day. I think you cross over down there around Brownsville to get to uh Matamoros. And I've been to I feel like Tijuana perhaps. Where do you go over to Tijuana? Around San Diego somewhere? Yes. Out there in California? Okay.
2: That's the only place I've been to in Mexico. I went to Tijuana once.
1: How'd you do, Aaron? Did you have a good time over there? Did you kind of tool around for a little while, or did you kind of cross over and then jump right back over?
2: No, no. I went with a, uh, a female friend, and we spent the day, and it, was, it was nice. Whoa. It was about 20 Whoa. years ago, though.
1: All right, Stephanie, let's find out a little bit more about this, about that <laughs> My goodness. I like that. A good female friend situation. All right. Um, all right, and then today, breaking news uh, on the Big Ten front. Aaron, I know you've been monitoring this. Oh, there it is. The Flex Protect Plus model. Aaron, doesn't it feel like the Big Ten was like, the SEC was getting all the attention, the Big Ten like, well, we got a model too. We've got a scheduling model. And these guys are tough enough that they're going to play nine conference games. But they got to add UCLA and USC for 2024. Aaron, here are the protected games. Stephanie, listen up. You guys will like this. Michigan, Ohio State, obviously. That'll happen every season. UCLA, USC. Nobody cares about that. Uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Oh, man. Big, big deal. Indiana, Purdue. Michigan State, Michigan. Iowa, Minnesota. Aaron, these Minnesota games don't mean anything to me. (laughs) Do they mean anything to you? No. Okay, Illinois-Northwestern, ooh, ooh, my gosh, good. We're saving that one because the whole country stops down for that to see Illinois play the bookworms. All right, Iowa-Nebraska, no one cares. Maryland-Rutgers, no one cares. Iowa-Wisconsin, barely. We barely care. Illinois-Purdue, no one cares. All right, Aaron, how's that? Which of these games, who was not mentioned there? Well, Penn State got nothing protected. Hmm. (laughs) I mean, what? I thought Penn State was pretty good. What are we doing? Why does Penn State not get a protected game with anybody? I feel like Penn State versus, like Ohio State's, kind of a big deal.
2: Michigan, yeah.
1: Michigan says, for example, USC and Penn State will play in both seasons as will UCLA and Nebraska in 2004 and 2025. Those are called two plays, Aaron. This is just a big 10. (laughs) Big 10 is so ridiculous. (laughs) Two plays. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, Aaron, I am actually excited
6: (laughs) about what's coming up next. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced leveling and foundation repair, Apperson Tractor, Europe Services, Mission Golf Cars, Myatt Fuels, Uncle Worm Smokehouse and Texas Cuisine. Aaron, that um, uh, Stephanie, that level, that that—that's pretty good
1: group, isn't it? That, oh yeah, foundation repair right there. Yeah, they, they they kind of take themselves seriously, don't they? <laughs> they do kind of normal. <laughs> okay. Oh I yeah,
5: Jim at Fixy dot Jim. See what is it? jimmyfixit.com. You cannot miss the commercials, literally. They are actually funny if you listen to them. But then, Wait, is
1: that, are those the ones? The, the,
5: yes. They're hilarious. The, the, You've got Jana and Jimmy that come in and record in our studios. And uh, if you're ever in town, come in because it's very comical. And they just sit in there and they just literally get on the mic and start talking. It's funny. It's some okay,
1: funny I stuff. Okay, I may observe that. Yeah. You yeah. You and, I, you and I might have a different definition of what hilarious is, but okay. All right. We'll we'll agree Aaron's to disagree. <laughs> if, yeah. I don't know. I may be mixed up on what, what I'm thinking about, but we'll just move <laughs> on quickly. All right. No, I'm I'm am curious, Stephanie, what um because Aaron's already kind of been tipping me off today. <laughs> He's like, What do you want to know? And I said, No, I like to be surprised in Stephanie's sports corner. So, well, Stephanie, su- surprise me. What do you have? What do you have for us today? Does well, it include since, uh, dead animals?
5: No, it does not. But since we're on the funny train today, I'm going to keep it rolling. All so, right. over in England, which I know you have been to, England, I never have been. But every August, they have the annual <laughs> World Gravy Wrestling Championship. It is <laughs> it
2: I tried to warn you.
5: It, yeah, it is a big thing over there because what they do, it's uh, it's outside of Manchester. They call it the Lancashire, 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 how do you say that? Lancashire gravy competition. And it's at the Rose and Bowl pub and 16 men and eight women get in this pool of gravy. Now from my from my understanding over in England they put gravy on everything like bangles, what is it Bangles and bash, gravy, you know, eggs, gravy, 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 gravy. so it's a big thing. Well you have to work up to get to this world championship. So who's ever in the top 16 of men and the eight of women? They all have to go out and get sponsorships, and the reason why do they why,
1: what are they I don't understand what they do in the gravy. They wrestle, but why is it in gravy?
5: Because it's the Lancashire gravy, because they're known for gravy over there.
1: Okay, okay, so they're in the the Lancashire produces gravy. Spell Lancashire <laughs> for me. L a n c a s h i
5: r e Lancashire. Lancashire. Oh, I could win the spelling bee.
1: Shire. <laughs> Maybe Lancashire. Yeah. But um Lancashire, yeah, I don't know Yeah, that's that's it's that
5: cool. Is, it's yeah, cool. well
1: I don't know if it's cool, but I wouldn't know, do it. I'm curious, can you and you may have done the research on this, <laughs> are we talking like brown gravy, white yes. gravy? What what form of gravy is it's, this? It's
5: like brown gravy, like we have here in the States, you know, you put your brown, uh the brown gravy on roast beef or something, so it's a pool oh, that, of Round do gravy. you think
1: it's like thin like some of that? Yeah, it like- has
5: to be because, I mean, you can't actually rustle and move around on thick gravy. you oh, get I stuck. Oh, I think you
1: could. I, I don't mean, they know. they have mud wrestling. They have mud wrestling. You could do white cream gravy.
5: But I've now, done you- that mud wrestling, and it's really watered down. <laughs> 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 I heard that laugh. No, I mean, mud wrestling's you know, it's muddy, but it's water mud. Like, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So I mean but,
1: mud mud is water based a lot of times. Yeah, but
5: it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. But it's not real thick. You would think mud wrestling would be thick, but the one I did uh-huh. it wasn't. But anyways <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> back scared in college. Ask, scared Don't ask to
1: ask about that. No. What what uh university was that where the where the mud wrestling took place?
5: Cal State Northridge.
1: What the what was the mascot there?
5: I, the matador i think i didn't go to school there but i was there
1: <laughs> You so you're you were at cal state northridge just hanging out or were you yeah pretty supposed much to be going to school there were no, you like i did ever? take
5: i did take one class there at night because uh-huh. i was communication uh, i minored in communications in,
1: was this like a gathering uh the mud wrestling was it like Oh hey, the women is going to be at a bar tonight and the women are doing mud wrestling or was it more of it a It was fun, more of like, like a fraternity or something. It was a fraternity oh, frater- thing. Oh, okay. Yeah.
5: Okay. But yeah, so and
1: hopefully we've evolved just a little bit. I can oh, tell yeah. you the I the I F- grew F- up. No, not you. <laughs>
5: oh. I thought we're you talking were talking about
1: saying- fraternities. Well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I can't change you <laughs> at this point, but I do like to think that uh, the five games at Baylor uh, and the KOTS uh, are not doing mud wrestling. I'm sure they're you know, not female mud wrestling. That does not seem. That seems like it would set us back about 50 years. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Very very interesting. So the gravy, gravy wrestling, and uh, Lancashire, uh, which is in, what did you say? Is that England somewhere? Yeah,
5: outside of Manchester. But here's the thing, Matt. You have to wrestle in this gravy for two minutes. And you have to, you are judged on how entertaining you are because you can't put somebody, think about it, you can't do a headlock and pin them because you drown them in the gravy. So you have to have movements and skills, I would think, like martial arts. Um, but that's how you're judged, and the winner wins money for the charity that they represent. So.
1: Aaron, let me ask you, do you think that statement you just made, that there's like skill <laughs>
2: involved in gravy Absolutely wrestling? Absolutely not
5: okay oh, <laughs> Move i French. could go
2: over there and be the gravy wrestling champion tomorrow. well then you
5: go it's in august it's the first weekend of august so you go now, you wait, go aaron you,
1: aaron and stephanie do y'all prefer like on a chicken fried steak would you go with the brown gravy or the uh, white no. gravy? That's,
5: that's not even american you have to go white gravy <laughs> i was
2: about to say only a communist would put brown I gravy mean, on a seriously. chicken fried steak
5: even up in Wisconsin, when they if they even have chicken fried steak, they know to have you know
1: yeah. And like so on your biscuits and stuff like white that. Gravy.
5: Uh, white gravy,
1: white gravy, just put the white gravy on it. What what do you put the the thick brown gravy on?
5: You would put it on like roast beef, but I don't do brown gravy. What is what? Not in what
1: my will What do you do with uh, meatloaf? Do you like the tomato based?
5: Yes, with um, the ketchup, or
1: do you like some people put the brown? The so, brown gravy on there. Well,
5: they're probably from the north then. They're not from the south because true Southerners do it with the tomato base. Hey,
1: <laughs> who's got the best? Who's got the best meatloaf in um, in the greater Waco area? George's and, and, and Belton. And, oh, no, you don't we think can't so? just, We can't ju- I love George's. We we can't just give them everything. I mean, that's no. too easy. I, I think say, Uncle okay, Smokehouse.
5: Uncle Smokehouse does. Texas Cuisine. They have some meatloaf over there. Uncle That's good. Smoke? Okay. Yeah.
1: Why is Uncle Worm. Uncle? Uncle Worm. I'm sorry. Okay. What <laughs> okay. am I
5: sponsored? Just... Yeah. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> I just.
1: <laughs> What's that <laughs> I just, other I place, like place called? Uh,
5: Cotton Patch. Supposed to ha- I've never been, but. Uh-huh. Supposed to oh, have oh have
1: I bet. That place Tacker likes or Roadhouse or something like that. I bet they have some of that. Roadhouse. All right. It is. There you uh, go. Oh, thank you, Stephanie. (laughs) I appreciate it. Tremendous work, tremendous stuff. I think people are driving around like, "What? What is happening? What is (laughs) happening?" Um, Thank you very much. Thanks to all our sponsors to Stephanie's uh, Sports Corner. I I always when I was uh, driving around town yesterday, and I saw that Mission Golf Cars uh, sign, very very prominent sign, and the signage around Central Texas is kind of amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. there was another one. We've got a place that uh, has been wanting to spon- uh, be a sponsor called Camp Fimpo. yeah, and, and they they have signage up in the Dallas area, like for the Waco Camp Fimfo. It's pretty amazing. All great. right, uh, thank you, Stephanie. You're Appreciate welcome. you. Okay, go find you a good mud <laughs> mud wrestling. <laughs> That's really interesting. The things we find out about uh, about Stephanie's past. Okay. Speaking of someone with an interesting past, John Warner, the Waco Trib. He's making his way down to cover the state championship game tonight, China Spring. We talked to John. We'll do it next.
6: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntexSportsFan.com.
7: Hey, folks. Derek Scott here, Jim Turner, Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs, we'll pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade to people you can trust, without all the gimmicks that could save you thousands. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 247 turnerchevy.com, and remember folks, pretty a feet away immigration, we treat you like family.
8: There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at Campground perfect for light duty on the farm or work site and you can't run a festival without golf carts. oh yeah and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too there's lots of reasons to own a golf cart but only one best place to buy one mission golf cars in waco off highway 6 at bagby has the largest selection of easy go golf cars for sale rent lease or repairs in central texas check us out online at missiongolfcars.com, and remember at mission golf cars quality always comes standard
9: Are you looking for a unique Father's Day gift? Enroll your weekend warrior in Hellberg Barbecue 101 class Sunday, June 25th. Participants in the Barbecue 101 will enjoy cold beverages, eat smoked meats, and talk all things brisket from selecting one at the grocery store to slicing the finished product. Plus, enjoy a tour of Hellberg's operation. Everyone will go home with some fresh swag, and a lucky few will win valuable raffle items. Register online at helbergbarbecue.com slash bbqclass before
6: all the spots fill up. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the
0: Allen Samuel Studios. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel & Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com.
9: It's time to get registered for the Waco Police Memorial Run happening Saturday, May 20th. The Waco Police Memorial Run is held to commemorate the officers killed in the line of duty and to recognize the daily commitments of officers. There'll be a 5K and a 10K run beginning at the Redwood Shelter in Cameron Park. This is a chipped race. Register online at runsignup.com. The race is hosted by the Waco Citizens Police Academy Alumni Association and ProFit Race Timing.
6: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is
1: Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And um, John Werner making his way back in. Well, he's, uh, he's he loves covering that baseball. And uh, John, I know uh, every once in a while there's some traffic around uh north austin and um yeah how are you are you sitting in it right now? Or are you still making pretty good progress as we speak
3: actually uh I'm in Gerald, and the storm has already passed, so I feel pretty good,
1: oh man, those storms around gerald uh we we certainly uh remember and know about, so be very careful going through there but uh yeah. John, this is uh this is, uh, I, I mean, between Abbott and China Spring, man, this is always a lot of fun. The, the uh, You and I have talked about how big, and I like this. I like kind of what y'all are doing on your website now, John. When China Spring, of course, beat uh, uh, Senton 8-4, uh, to four, outlast them, this is now identified. Just in case anybody didn't know, John, you are... I don't want you to put too much pressure on yourself. It's called top story. All right, this is the top story <laughs> on the yeah, website.
3: Yeah, of pressure, Matt.
1: Yeah, yeah, it trumps anything Bryce Cherry's writing over at that Mike Myers uh, uh, track meet that's going on. I assure you. All right, and uh, <laughs> but this is uh, this was pretty amazing. The Cougars um, whole They outlast. The defending champion, Pirates, 8-4. to And, uh, boy, I bet that was uh, four runs in the 12th. Um, John, you've been in a lot of deadline-type situations where you're kind of sitting there thinking, okay, when is this thing ever going to end? But, boy, when it did, it, it, it ended with a boom, didn't it? Well,
3: I'll tell you, Matt, uh, when you cover a 5 o'clock high school baseball game, you don't expect to be pushing deadline. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I was pushing deadline. And, uh, man, uh, China Spring dodged so many bullets in that game. Sent in, uh they stranded 20 base runners. Uh, I've never seen that many base runners stranded in any game. But China Spring would just always come up with a play when they needed to. And, uh, you know, in, in the 12th, they loaded the bases. Uh, and then uh, uh, they executed just two perfect squeeze bunts: uh, Braxton Bowers and Dylan Bowers back to back, and that was that was the two go ahead runs. And then Mason Kirk just ripped a double down the left field line, and all of a sudden it was eight to four. Uh, J.C. Hughes came in to close for China Spring, and uh, that was it. I mean, I think that was. Might have been the best high school baseball game I've ever seen.
1: Ooh, man, that's saying something. You've seen a lot of baseball over the years. I found that interesting that Coach Beckham was beating himself up a little bit for not executing or calling some bunts earlier in the game. And as you said, when given the opportunity late, he, he did. He started calling for it. Isn't that interesting in a game that runners are all, there's a bunch of traffic out there, uh, that it came down to playing some small ball. And not all coaches like to do that. Um, but, but some do, and it, it did sound like John did. Uh, Coach Beckham was a little bit regretting not doing some of those sacrifices earlier in the game. Well, he made up for lost time, didn't he?
3: Yeah, he really did. And the thing is, Matt, they are such a good bunting team. They have a lot of speed on that team. They're very aggressive base runners. And pretty much all those guys can lay down a bunt with the best of them. So, yeah, I could see, you know, why he was kind of kicking himself a little. But, you know, those two uh, bunts by uh, Braxton and Dylan Bowers were just, they could not have been more perfect. I mean, they were, you know, they they, they look like, you know, like, they're just kind of taking their chances there, but, you know, they practice that stuff all the time. And, you know, those are just perfectly laid down bots and uh, man, you know, and uh, gosh, it was just so much drama throughout the game. A lot of plot twists, uh, you know, clutch hitting clutch defensive plays. And to beat that sentin team with the, uh, the Gatorade, the Texas Gatorade player of the year, Blake Mitchell, I mean that's that's mm-hmm. really overcoming a lot.
1: Yeah, and and I was looking at Rod's photos, which are always good. And uh, um, you have got J.C. Hughes. Um, I you know I was looking at another one. The uh, Oh Brennan Daniel, the relief pitcher who, I guess that's the one that's the that's the pitcher uh, John who went the what six and two thirds or six and a third. Innings, is that yeah. correct? I mean, that was, uh, that's Yeoman's work right there.
3: Yeah, I mean, Jaden Honey did a good job, but man, when Daniel came in there, I mean, he kept it going for China Spring. I mean, he somehow worked around all those great hitters in the Sentin lineup. I mean, a couple bases loaded situations. One, they got out with a double play in the late innings. Uh, I mean, it was just kind of phenomenal that they won that game you know with a lot of things kind of working against them, including a, a great team
1: all right and that sets up this evening um give us a little bit of a preview what do you gotta you gotta turn around and play on thursday not a lot of rest obviously between these games what kind of uh shape having to go 12 innings tough 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 situation the team they're playing won in a lopsided game, if I recall correctly. I'm making sure I got my scores right. I thought that I thought it saw that they won fifteen to five. You correct me if I've got that wrong. But what uh, what will this matchup look like?
3: Well, you know, I really like China Springs' chances here. I, I watched some of that uh, Liberty Iloo uh, game against Randall Canyon Randall,
9: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: and there were a lot of errors. Uh, I, I thought a lot of sloppy play. Uh, uh, Liberty, I, I look, and they're a very good hitting team. They had 14 hits yesterday, but they also had four errors. And uh, you can, I don't think you can do that against China Spring because they'll, they'll take advantage of stuff like that. I mean, anytime China gets a base runner on, uh, I, I mean they usually do something with it. I mean they're just a very aggressive. They'll steal bases, they'll lay down bunts, they put a lot of pressure on pitchers. So. You know, if you add errors into the equation, that's going to make it really tough for them.
1: All right. Well, I, I'm uh, I, I I'm hoping for a, a well played, quick, efficient ball game. All right, John. I mean, my gosh, yeah. all these years of, of deadlines. You're right. You don't need a 505 start pushing you. You know, you five oh five you feel pretty good, but these newspapers people don't understand these days. These deadlines are crazy. They're like, hey John, I know that started at five oh five, but could you file like two innings before the game's over? Would that be cool? <laughs> I mean, that's about what we're asked to do uh, these days. I say we. I kind of made the move over the internet many years ago. Did you happen to take a peek over at that Baylor track and field group out there? I I happened to look, John, and. Somebody named Ezekiel, I mean it was the four. It was the hurdles in that that one hurdles race. What is it, four hundred hurdles? That is mm-hmm. uh, that's rough. I mean that thing takes its toll. And the Bears had somebody in that one just uh, had the second best time and blew away some of the top runners in the in the country. I thought that was a great. And then of course the Bears in the in the javelin. I think that was our man Zaza finish with the bronze he was not pleased with that but still overall a good effort but uh uh john i it, it, the baylor still doing well in track and field despite not finishing that great in conference
3: yeah you know i, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to that that's kind of bryce's area you yeah. know w- when you get a high school game going 12 innings <laughs> i mean you, there's not a whole lot you can really focus on
1: yeah but I thought about Hello. you when I looked at that group, like Darnell Chase. They were, they were putting some of the old records, and it was like a three, three flat or, you know, uh, 058 or something. And Darnell Chase was mentioned. Uh, and some other guys wow. that you would, but I bet some of those, those players, he played football, as you all remember, 1985. Uh, they've wow. had such yeah. unbelievable sprinters over the years. But this is a good group. This 4x400, four the men did not make it in, the, in uh, um, I guess they made it into 4x4 four four is, uh, is what they're advancing in. 4x1, uh, they've been great at in the past, did not happen this year. But uh, uh, it, it is kind of wild, isn't it, John? It, it's like Baylor's just expected when you show up at those NCAA outdoors, it's like, wait, Baylor didn't win the, uh, the sprints. Or didn't win the relays. It's kind of wild how long that has lasted. A rain that lasted, what do you think, John? Hopefully it's not over, but 20 years, 25 years now?
3: Uh, I'd say even longer than that. I'd say 30, 35. Wow. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they've had some phenomenal track athletes, and uh, yeah, they still do. All right. So
1: now tonight's game, there's Dell Diamond stuff happening, there's the dish. Uh, where, where are you this evening?
3: Well, I'm at the dish. Uh, okay. uh, the only games played at the dish in the state tournament are the four, eight games.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
3: the rest at Dale Diamond. Yeah.
1: And that's where Abbott's been doing its thing. And that's been fun to watch as well. Abbott just, uh, uh, boy, some of these teams, John, you see them every year. You show up, you know, you're going to see Senton. You know, you're going to see China spring you know Crawford's going to go a long way in softball it, it's kind of wild how it gets passed down and we see it sometimes at the collegiate level we see it with Oklahoma um, and what they've done still amazing to me john that the bears the only the last team to uh, knock off Oklahoma is they're now at somewhere in the what the 54 55 games in a row range that's pretty uh, that's pretty amazing that, that the
3: one i think I don't oh, think it's man. Quite that hard, but it's like 51 or so I think. But yeah, yeah. It, it's remarkable. Yeah.
1: Yeah, pretty uh pretty wild and uh maybe they'll probably win tonight and then maybe the bears can end the streak. They need to do one of those weird uh tournaments, early season tournaments <laughs> and try to catch them again next year.
3: Uh I think they want to get very healthy first. Daryl uh, Arm uh she was really pitching, you know. Yeah just amazing, amazingly early in the season before, you know, uh, she's before she got injured and uh wasn't quite the same at the end. But back then I, I thought, you know, this is a potential World Series team. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got Glenn on later. Um you just text me if there's anything you want me to ask him, okay. Um
3: the, <laughs> Coach yeah, I think uh, he could probably handle it.
1: Okay, yeah, I don't know. You don't. You don't always want to leave me to my own devices, but uh, I'll see if I can uh, muddle through. Uh, by the way, great catch last night, uh, Florida State. Again, you were you were uh, uh, otherwise occupied, but Florida State. It's funny. It's like a team gets beat five nothing, and we we think that's pretty good showing against Oklahoma. It's just like yeah. even that one. I think Stan. Way to go, yes. <laughs> Stanford was like in a two-two game with them maybe even through six innings. And that felt big. I mean that felt in fact I was watching a replay of that game last night and um yeah, that was uh that was kind of big to to think about. Well, John, um safe travels and I heard that y'all did work in you went to my namesake uh restaurant yesterday. Were you part of that uh, uh of that field trip to Matchell Rancho?
3: Oh, heck yeah. Uh yeah. an old favorite.
1: What did you and get? What United do you States? get at Matchell Rancho?
3: Well, um, the late, great Mickey Humphrey put me on to the uh, Chili Rieno, and I pretty much get it every time I go there. Uh, it's just remarkable. It's the best one I've ever tasted.
1: You know, it's funny, and they've had one a long time in Dallas, and. Um, that's exactly what I get. That's why you and yeah. I are always on the same page. And <laughs> part, part of the reason is, you're right, there's just the right crunch to it, and then there's a yeah. sweetness. And I don't know if that's the raisins or there's some you know nuts involved or whatever, but there's a certain sweetness to the chili relleno that sets it off, and there's a little fire. There's a little bit of spice to it, but um, it, it's about the best thing going. You're right, because there's a crunch factor that you just don't always get. I don't like the soggy chili relleno, and they don't make right. one of those. Yeah, they. Uh, it's, and it's then what?
11: What's
1: what sauce do you get on there? Do you get the rancho, like the the red sauce, or do you go sour cream or a verde, the green verde sauce?
3: I, I go green there, and Interesting. Uh, I don't know. I think it's just the right blend with the with the green.
1: Yeah. Have you thought about doing a cooking show with me, or were we were you just talk about like restaurants and stuff like that? Would that be? Do you think, think we could think do a be podcast? A great
3: idea, Matt. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've hit, we've hit a lot of. We've been on the road a lot. We've
1: hit a lot of places. I think it'd be a really good idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's 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 let uh, workshop that. We'll see. I don't know if we can make any money at it, but we may we may have to pursue that uh, in our next careers. All right, um, John, have a. Uh, have a safe trip, and I really appreciate you doing this.
3: Okay, and I think they owe me a two-hour game.
1: <laughs> Best of luck on that. Best of luck. You, man. I I uh, Thank you. I certainly, uh, certainly hope that happens as uh, John gets ready. Liberty-Illu. Um, and they, that game, they just kind of bludgeoned whoever they were playing. And so Liberty-Illu will get it on tonight. China's spring. John will be in, uh, I think that game – Aaron, what are we talking about, 6.30? Does that sound right to you? Seems like most of these games, that's at the dish at 6.30, and we'll hope for a quick game for John being on deadline. All right, um, a reminder, Coach uh, Moore, uh, Glenn Moore, joining us at 5 o'clock, straight up, and he'll have thoughts on tonight's big-time OU national title game, Florida State. And um, the last team to beat the Sooners will have that coach on, and that will be a lot of fun. We'll do that at 5. But next, it is Campus Confidential Big 12
6: making moves. That's next. This is is ESPN
8: Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood. Cruising the lake at Campground.
0: Did you
9: know, now is a great time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like
6: family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: Hey, guys. It's Mosley. We're back. It's Campus Confidential. Lots of uh, news floating around, some of it involving the Big 12. Next week, uh, we'll have a representative for the Big 12 to talk about the the latest announcement. No, they haven't added Colorado. <laughs> people are quoting. Aaron, these days, if, if it's Big 12-related realignment news, people are so excited about it that literally anybody with, like, more than 100 followers <laughs> can just throw something out. And people, like, that, that outkick – that's um, oh, what's his name? You know the the guy that's play, kind of what it, famous, what play Travis, play, guess, yeah. play Travis, yeah. I mean, you know, they've become fairly well known, a very right leaning, a uh, conservative group, which is fine. They do sports and kind of, uh, you know, do you know at the intersection of politics and all that. Well, The other day, they just basically, it's like the gospel. Well, so and so Swaim said it. This Swaim, God love him. <laughs> Just seems like some kind of random, you know. Just th- he's just doing random shows, and that's fine. I mean, some people are like, "What are you doing, Mosley?" It seems kind of random. Well, I'd like to think that over the years, I've earned a, a, a fair amount of credibility at all my stops. But uh, anyway, these days, boy, you can just really throw whatever out there. But Aaron, what do you uh, what do you have for us today in Campus Confidential?
2: Today, the Big 12 Conference announced the launch of Big 12 Mexico, the conference's first international <laughs> extension, that will see Big 12 men's and women's Big basketball. Big 12
1: Mexico. I like this.
2: They will uh, see. Uh, they will have Big 12 men's and women's basketball games, women's soccer, and baseball games will be held in Mexico in the coming years. The first contest will be in Mexico City at Arena CDMX in December of 2024. That'll be between Kansas and Houston, a great matchup. Following the launch of the Big 12 basketball in Mexico, Big 12 women's soccer and baseball will participate in exhibitions against clubs from the region. Also, the Big 12 will explore establishing a football game in Monterey starting in 2026. It would be the first bowl game ever held in Mexico.
1: You know, I isn't that amazing? Big 12 Mexico... And we heard early on about some of the basketball games, and some of that stuff was kind of leaking out. Now, we've got soccer that's going to happen over there, and you wonder what's what's the end game here? Well, it's a digital play, it looks like, and and it's going to be broadcasting rights and and getting the Big Twelve on TV sets in Mexico. It's basically, hey, let's explore a new market. Is there anything we could tap into? Over in Mexico, I mean, there was a player on one of Grant Taft's teams back in the day that was like a that came over from Mexico and was on the Baylor team. I've met him before; neat, neat guy. And he he uh, he was an executive in media, and so there's all all kinds of interesting things that could that could come out of this. But Big Twelve Mexico. I mean it's a it's an interesting play and uh I for one will be will be paying close attention and Aaron the Bears have already accepted a bid to play in the <laughs> two thousand twenty-six Mexico Bowl, a big twelve Mexico bowl. Now that'd be a fun Monterey. Okay, some of you guys that travel over there to Mexico a lot, go to Cancun and Punta Mente, or whatever that place is called. It's so nice. Punta Um What is that? What? Is, tell me about Monterey. All right? Is that pretty... Like, are there some great resorts right around that bowl game? Is that a place where we'd have some fun? I mean, we'd have some fun no matter where we go. Like, is that... I, I just feel like this will be a more fun um, bowl game than going to Eamon Carter. <laughs> Nothing against... I mean, the armed forces, there were parts of that game that I really enjoyed, and that's the connections to the armed forces. I love that aspect of it. I just didn't like where it's held and how cold it was. Aaron, even though I was in the press box the I was about to say, time, you, it's not like you were sitting in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> the people that went to that game and sat out in that are both crazy and loyal. But both, okay. You, you, you really have to be have some real issues. Oh gosh, if we just lost Aaron, are we? Are you good? <laughs> yeah, I just dropped my phone. Okay, just, okay. I thought maybe sound like a human drop there. I was a little concerned. Uh, okay, very, very interesting stuff there. As the Big Twelve expands into Mexico, Aaron also hearing. Big 12 talking to the Saudis. Really?
4: No. no. I was like,
1: I hadn't heard that. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a golf joke. Oh,
2: no, I get yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But with the way things have been happening <laughs> the last know. couple of weeks,
1: I, I like that.
2: I always have get to them, get them
1: over there. Let's go. <laughs> let's get some of that money. My guys they're doling it out. What's that thing called? The Player Investment Fund or whatever? The yeah. PIF? I like that. Who's the governor that's uh, over that? That's that's an interesting guy. All right, Aaron, what else do we have?
2: The Big Ten in 2024 will introduce a football schedule model that includes 11 protective matchups across the conference, eliminates divisions, and targets a, quote, robust overall rotation as the league expands to 16 members with USC and UCLA. The Flex Protect Plus, which kind of sounds like something that they would offer you at a car dealership when you were buying a new car. <laughs> the model maintains a nine-game league schedule and contains both guaranteed annual matchups and rotating ones beginning in 2024. Every conference pairing will take place at least twice in a four-year span, once at each member school's home stadium. And then
1: in 2024 and 25, the way I was reading this, Aaron, there'll be a couple of those teams that play two years in a row. Some of those pairings. And what are they calling that, Aaron? The... The two-play, did you see that? It's called the (laughs) two-play. This is part of the model. Very exciting stuff. This is the Big Ten, like, well, SEC sure has been getting a lot of attention on that eight-game or nine-game. We better get our model out there. And they get their model out there, and Penn State just gets left out in the cold. I mean, I'm amazed. Does Penn State have a single rival in this world? Who is Penn State's rival? I mean, think about that. Penn State has been one of the blue blood type programs in college football for many, many years. Are we to say that Penn State doesn't have a rival? I mean, this is strange. Aaron, they're up there in the Northeast. I mean, it's kind of the Northeast team. If you think about it, they're the greatest team up there in that whole area. Up there in Pennsylvania, New York, Boston, I mean, you know, you move around a little bit there, and you get to Indiana, of course, and you have Notre Dame country. But still, that's the team of the Northeast. And yet they're left out in the cold. Not a single featured rivalry, including the Nittany Lions. Hey, Aaron, you know why you you wanted to turn, turn me down a little while ago, my volume? It's probably because I'm hollering. <laughs> it probably doesn't have anything to do with the volume. Matt, could you turn down your rev levels? You should be asking me, Matt, could yeah. you not l- holler all the time? Well, I just, you know, I a little coffee, afternoon coffee, which when I think to do this, Aaron, and I order, I do my Starbucks online order, and it's waiting for me there, now that's a good play. I don't always think ahead like that. But that when I do that, that saves tremendous amount of time. I grab my to-go uh, Aaron, I had my order at 3:50 350 or 3:51. Back in my car by 3:52. At the mic, ready for the show at 3:57. Back at the back at the studio.
2: That's pretty impressive. You're That's very good. But, you were very good at doing that. You've got that down to a science.
1: <laughs> I'm very good at going through it, life by the skin of my teeth. Well, I meant like uh, yeah.
2: you know, being uh, very. What's the word with your time?
1: Um. Uh, well certainly
2: You use certainly every bit not, of it, I'll put it that way. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I don't,
2: like there's no wasted like time I'm, with you.
1: I'm a good time manager if good time managers are getting to the their starting line twenty seconds beforehand. <laughs> but I rarely if ever actually late. That is true. Like when it comes to the show. Okay? All right, uh, I just won't manage with to hear that. <laughs> I love there's any truth to it. No, I'm always on time. Always, we always get to start of the show. Aaron, the good news is, by the way, uh, it does look like we'll start the pregame show four hours before kickoff again. <laughs> I know that excites you on those eleven a.m. deals. I was kind of, kind of angling for a one-hour pregame show. I want to be completely transparent and honest. Aaron, I did not win out on that. I know you would have supported me in that. Part of the problem is we've got so many great sponsors. <laughs> the entire show would have just been us running commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would have been okay with that. Like, hey, less Mosley, more commercials. Uh, Aaron, wait, did we end Stephanie's Sports Corner is sponsored by that foundation couple, or I don't think they're a couple.
2: Yeah, they're one of the uh, advanced foundation is that right? repair,
1: yep. That group I brought up, uh, Level, that's that group, Jana and somebody?
12: That's I correct, I, I, yes.
1: I did not realize that. Okay, I thought I – thought, uh, I thought uh, Stephanie had the kind of more buttoned-down foundation folks. My goodness, these they come into that studio and really let their hair down, this group. Uh, all right, it's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, what else do you have for us?
2: Oklahoma will try for their third straight national championship as they take on Florida State in the second game of the Women's College World Series Championship Series tonight. That's at 6.30 on ESPN. Oklahoma sixty and one on the season takes on third seeded Florida State after defeating them five to nothing in game one last night.
1: What'd you say the streak? What is the streak? Did we decide? Warner was trying to correct me. Do we ever it's like the most well known streak in all of sports right now. For some reason we can't get our hands
2: on it. Text in if you know the it streak. It is fifty one games after last night. No, Uh. no, 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 Uh, 52 after last night.
1: (laughs) You said it so definitively. (laughs) Uh, 52. So, John, if you're listening, you were wrong. No, I'm the one that's been wrong. 52. 52. I wonder if uh, Bryce is still down there covering that track. I think the Baylor women were doing some stuff today. Wow. That guy, Ezekiel, I don't have his name in front of me, his full name. Aaron, that 400 hurdles... Woo, he was awesome. He was incredible. And in, in the outdoor NCAA outdoor track, Aaron, they, they look at, they now when they cross the line on these sprints, they look at each other. Like there's some taunting involved. And I know we've seen some of that in the past, but I have not seen it as much as I'm seeing it right now. They'll peek over at the guy next to him or they'll, they'll be finishing, Aaron, and kind of look back behind them. It's kind of funny. Now, the the one I saw the other day, for some reason, the poor guy from the University of Houston, Aaron, is the one they're always looking at. And, and the guy's awesome. He's finishing second, okay, in these trials, in these semifinals. It's not like he's doing poorly. He's finishing second. But in both races that I saw, whoever won the races looked over and did the taunting thing. At the poor guy from the U of H. The last guy I saw was from SEC school. Aaron, can you start naming SEC school? <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. It was from an SEC school. That's a fun thing to watch, by the way. That NCAA outdoor track and field meet. Last night I was watching some of that. Watching OU and Florida State. And then I was watching the NBA Finals. And I was just boom, boom, boom. I was just going back and forth. It was one of the times that I I thought I could use the three TV situation where I could have several things rolling. All right, Aaron, it is time for Big Bad Glenn
6: Moore, the head coach, Baylor softball. That's next. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM.
5: Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town, featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies, bring two or more friends for ladies' night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville.
6: p.m. Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com
9: Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project?
4: For you, red or white and blue, average your car in Texas, cars that zoom with lots of room. Average your car in Texas, count on us, a dealer to trust. Average your car, we
6: Shohei Ohtani, Mike Trout, and the Los Angeles Angels roll into town for a four-game series against Corey Seager, Marcus Semien, and your Texas Rangers. June 12th through the 15th, get out to the ballpark and get loud for this AL West Division Showdown. You can take advantage of weeknight specials like Coca-Cola Family Fun Tuesdays and Texas Chili Company Dollar Hot Dog Night. Summer is fun again. Make your plans at rangers.com.
8: from the alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram studios this is krzi waco
6: k222 dc waco k265 dv temple espn central
0: texas welcome back to the matt mosley show the presenting sponsor of the matt mosley show is central national bank your leading independent bank with locations in waco temple and austin also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley.
1: Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Joined by Glenn Moore, coach of the uh, Baylor softball team. And uh, coach, with the uh, championship game tonight, I just wanted to visit with you. Kind of see what you were up to. Uh, Let me ask you, by the way, have you ever played softball in Mexico? Have you ever, you traveled around with a very famous group, uh, the king and his court. uh, And you all played a lot of stadiums uh ballparks across the country did you ever make it over to mexico and i think you know the reason i'm asking this
12: well i never played in mexico with the king in his court but we took our team down to Puerto of a few years ago and and i uh, played in a tournament down there so i have played down there as as a coach
1: <clears throat> all right what do you remember about that trip what was the uh what was the support like Did was anybody uh did, did some folks show up were they were they interested in you guys
12: oh it was yeah it was a little nostalgic uh, played in a park that was uh, took us about back about uh, 30 40 years but uh well lit and well attended by the community and we were staying at a resort so it was uh, run by Triple Crown here in the United States and had some great competition I believe we played the University of Washington and uh, Stanford and uh, Played off uh, uh, South Carolina. We had some great competition down there, and it was it was a great experience for us.
1: I mean, did you let did you let your players have some fun there at Puerto Vallarta, or was it all business? Did you at least kind of yeah. check out some of the amenities there at the resort?
12: <laughs> Depends on your definition of fun, I guess. I think we had some fun. We had great food down there. We had a buffet. You could eat any time of the day or night. Just wear a wristband and. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was exciting. So I'm, I, I know where you're going with this. So I'm kind of excited about this. Um,
4: yeah. You agree
12: with we have.
1: Yeah, that's right. You'd like me to get there at some point. Big 12 <laughs> Mexico. Big 12 Mexico launch. And um, I'm hoping softball, baseball gets involved. I'd like everybody to get involved in this. I've heard soccer mentioned, basketball, football. Got a big bowl game happening in Monterey. Um, but, uh, yeah, the big 12 Mexico launch, that's kind of interesting coach. I mean, to think about, um, uh, uh, maybe trying to get more games on TV, radio, who knows Univision and, uh, we, we may have big 12. I mean, this your mark. I feel like he just sits around just like thinking of stuff. Like, I wonder what we ought to do tomorrow. And part of it seems to be needling the guy at the Pac-12, like every day, that Klevakov wakes up. Like, what's your mark going to do today? And the latest thing is this Big 12 Mexico. What did you uh, What did you think of this? We started hearing rumors of this, but today was kind of the official uh, rollout of the bigger announcement.
12: Well, I prepared for many questions, uh, apart from the Big 12 Mexico. Uh, uh, agreement but uh i'm kind of <laughs> excited about it i would like to uh i would like to uh be a part of that one day we we're not a softball softball's not in the agreement right now you know i had an all-american from mexico city danny leal a few years ago so Ooh, um, that's right like to like to recruit a little more down in that area
1: <clears throat> danny leal how did how did that uh how did how did danny uh end up on your uh, radar how did uh, how did that recruitment go
12: Well, Danny played for uh, uh, a junior college out of Kansas and and, uh, Mm -hmm. recruited her from that junior college and brought her to to Baylor. Uh, Pretty incredible story. Didn't speak a a word of English when she got to the U.S. and ended up being an All-American for us and uh, graduated with honors here. So she's one of my favorite kids and still lives down there, and we stay in touch.
1: Are you fluent in Spanish, or are you at least... Can you kind of get by?
12: I can I can get by. Uh, burritos, tacos, uh, anything to do with food, um, you know, I, I can uh, make my way around.
1: <laughs> you're a big guy, but you're a big in-shape guy. So you can make jokes <laughs> about all the burritos and tacos, but you're also mixing in lifts and walks and runs and things like that over the years, okay? Some of us in the sports writing world, do not mix that in. We don't mix the, uh, <laughs> the physical fitness part of that in. But uh, Glenn Moore joined us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Interesting to see the Sooners struggling a little bit out of the gates last night, making some errors, not hitting the ball through three innings, um, yet they got it going. And, and, and got, you know. But it's, it's good to see them challenged every now and then. I mean, this thing would be no fun if they never were challenged but uh, it is kind of cool coach that that 52 streak of course it started after a loss and the loss was to the bears your bears and uh, that's got to be kind of cool um when that comes up and when it's mentioned okay this is ou's last loss um i would hope you and your uh, players take some pride in hearing that
12: yeah i um I'm very proud of our girls. They get uh they've, they've gotten some mileage out of that. I think every time they play, they bring up the name Baylor. And you know, I've said many times, it wasn't an accident on that night. I think our girls were prepared. And Matt, I think the difference is, is our kids have um, have. There, there's no fear. Uh, there's a respect, a healthy respect, but there's no fear when we play. Teams like Oklahoma and they are probably the best team in the history of the sport right now. And I've said that the last couple of years with them, but I think they've gotten better each year. We've got uh we got beat up a little bit by scheduling them two years in a row, two times outside of conference, but I can tell you right now our fans and our players uh wouldn't trade anything for that game on February the nineteenth. That was a that was a big big win for us and I'm very proud of the girls and the way they performed that night.
1: Who does this OU team compare to that? Uh, in that respect, I think the last team with a three-peat uh, was what ninety to ninety two. I was looking at that the other day. Um, of all the teams you've played against and coached, um, is there what what? Who kind of does this OU dynasty most remind you of? Who who do you think of when you you just said you think they may be the best team in the history of the sport? Um, What other program had it going kind of like this?
12: Well, I don't think anyone really compares to what they're doing right now. There's some that probably knocked on that door. The Arizonas and UCLAs back in the day of the mighty uh, Pac-12 is still a strong conference. I think UCLA probably had the second best team in the, uh, the country. Many people thought they were the best after we beat Oklahoma. They dropped from the number one spot to the number two spot. just so happened that Oklahoma played UCLA in Palm Springs that next weekend and I think beat them 13 to nothing so uh, they separated themselves quickly from UCLA and of course UCLA didn't make the the tournament so I would have to say the UCLA's and the Arizona's of the uh, 90s and early 2000s probably are as comparable as you can be to what uh, they're doing at OU right now but uh, Matt, there's there's three All American pitchers on there. I don't know another organization that can uh, replace four four of their uh, losses. Are there four four players they lost last year with four All Americans from other Power Five conferences? And um, you know, so it's just a, a machine right now that keeps feeding itself.
1: Does NIL only help, or was it kind of trending this way? even without the nil i i would think certainly they've got plenty of resources there at ou do you think that could maybe even uh help extend their dynasty and i guess the you yeah. know I, I guess it's good news bad news they're leaving you like having a go at them and beating them but you know it's also there's got to be part of you that hey we somebody else has a chance to try to run this conference
12: yeah i got uh I get that question often about them leaving, uh, you know, I think the, 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 positive with them being in our conferences, we're protected from them in the first round of NCAA So to, to pave your way to Oklahoma city, it seems easier to, uh, to, to not have to go through them, obviously. And however, if we had been a 16 seed, which we were kind of expecting this year, we'd have been matched up with them and had to play them in the supers. Um, but, uh, you know maybe time for them to leave <laughs> i don't know you mentioned the nil the nil is uh to me going to solidify that for from some of those schools for a lot longer than it would normally have uh taken for them to fall off of their perch uh but this has been in the makings before nil they, patty's done a great job up there recruiting the uh the biggest tournament in the nation and travel ball was in oklahoma city for years and i think uh There was some benefit from having all the top athletes in the country go to Oklahoma City and visit the campus of Norman right there while they played in the national tournament in the summer. At the end of the summer, there was probably some um, advantage used in taking, taking taking advantage of that and building this thing. And then now with NIL, it's really, I think, really separating some schools, and I think they certainly will play a big part in that.
1: You know, does all the celebrating, spiking the ball, the exuberance, has that ever annoyed you about OU, or are you kind of okay with that? I, I, I uh, There's been a lot written about that, and and uh, and you know some of them have admitted seeing a lot of that online. What do you, what do you, as a, an opponent and a conference foe, what what do you kind of make of that?
12: Well, you can take it, uh, you know, there's two different sides of this. Whenever you have uh, played baseball, the baseball side of it would be looked at as a disrespect. I think the softball side of it is just high energy. And as long as it's not thrown at the dugout or pointed at the dugout or taunting, I think it's more accepted in softball. Uh, it's something that they, I think, uh, from what I understand, their their leadership on their team uh, wanted to celebrate the small victories and do it in such a way that they keep their intensity up. So I can't be critical of kids coming out there and playing with a lot of emotion and high energy every time they step on the field. Uh, I certainly don't feel sorry for them, but they have an unbelievable amount of pressure for young kids on their back with that target on their back every time. And for them to be able to to play as a team, you know, I applaud them uh, for for that and and the energy they have in doing that. But I can – Certainly understand both sides of where that seems as though it's uh, maybe a hint of unsportsmanlike conduct, but uh, but I don't think it's meant that way by them. Now, there have been times in the past where uh, I disagreed with uh, the way they handled themselves. We had one event at our park years ago where they had a, uh, a tendency to come out of their dugout when you'd make a pitching change and taunt your pitchers and and I just told our girls that 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 was not going to happen on our field. Uh, They might beat our brains out, but if they came out and started pointing at our pitcher and taunting our pitcher, then we were going to stand in front of them and protect our pitcher, and and, uh, they looked at me like I was crazy, and I said, you know, that's what we're about. We're not going to be afraid of anybody, and if you don't do it, you're coming out of the game, and as soon as we made a pitching change, they came out of their dugout. And our infield went and stood right in front of them and, and shoulder to shoulder, locked arms, and, and uh, sent a message. And we didn't win the ball game, but we sent the message that we were going to be respected in our park and we were going to demand that. And I don't think from that day on that we've been afraid to play Oklahoma. It's, it's been a, uh, you know, a, a message that we wanted to send. We're going to fight anybody. And that's why I'm not afraid to schedule them outside of conference. We want to get better and mm. play the best, and now we have a win.
1: That was like the pitcher you were taking out. That's who they would be kind of getting after or taunting.
12: Yes, it was an intimidation tactic at the time. And uh, we knew they did it. And I just uh, told them it wasn't going to happen on our field. Uh, They weren't going to intimidate our players. And, you know, again, they could beat us fair and square, but they're not going to come out there and point at our players and and try to intimidate our pitchers. And uh, so, you know, we – that's that's just it's getterman stadium it's our home field and there's an, a certain amount of respect that i think you have to demand as, as a team and and uh as a coach and teach your players to demand that respect and then play your hearts out and that's what our team did and i think oklahoma respects us for the uh for for wanting to play them and not being uh, fearful of of playing them
1: all right. I wish I could get some footage of that. Some old YouTube. What year would that have been? I'm gonna do some research. I kind of like the, I kind of like the thought of going back oh, and taking man. a peek at that.
12: I would. We've asked several times for uh, photos of that. I would like to use it with uh, future teams, and I'm not sure. Uh, but maybe I can get Katie to, to do some research and see if she can come up with something on that. I know. Okay we had uh Lindsey Cargill uh was at third base and uh, I believe Danny Leal may have been on that team uh, uh Ari Hawkins so yeah and they demanded that uh we were going to be respected we haven't beaten that team often but we've played with them many times we lost a game one to well we, we dropped the fly ball to let them beat us last year uh at their park and Um, We've had two or three really big shootouts, and uh, our girls will compete with them. They're not afraid to to play the Sooners. And I think you see that with many teams. There's a five- or six-run advantage just because of the name on their chest. And I think a lot of teams fold because of uh, who they are.
1: Man, five or six, that is – that is really uh, interesting. I like the way you put that. Hey, catch us up on uh, Dari Orm. Uh, obviously, in CAAs, that was unfortunate that she wasn't able to help you uh, in the circle. And um, any, is there? Uh, how is her health? Whatever you can share with us is. Uh, will there be anything done to try to? get her back? Is it just about rest? What is the what is the latest uh, as she hopefully is uh, able to bounce back from what was, I don't know if it was a tired arm or, or exactly what the issue was. I remember you told us a little bit about it.
12: Yeah, she has uh, TOS, thoracic outlet syndrome. It's an impinged mm-hmm. nerve and uh, she'll have surgery in a couple of weeks that will release that nerve. They go in and do a Um, sounds evasive, but it's not as intense as you would think. Uh, I think it's a a removal of a rib that will allow the freedom of that nerve the way I understand it and allow her feeling in her arm. Her arm goes numb and uh, she can't feel feel her release point. She loses velocity. And uh, it's not uncommon these days. Uh, Quite a few uh, athletes experience this. And we've had one before with Lisa Ferguson that was a success. And we're hoping for the same thing. And it's should have her back by November, full go from what I've been told. So we're excited about that, having Leah Benford back and and um, Shailen Govan, uh, Abby, Abby Flores. We've got a, quite a few that are banged up that we're hoping to have back in the lineup next year. And
1: everybody seemingly, from what you can tell, is uh, returning, the folks that aren't having to graduate or out of eligibility is that uh, i know that seemed to be the case right after the season is that uh does that look like uh you're getting pretty much everybody back
12: we are and praise the lord for that we had some good ones and i think uh you know winning although we didn't win as much as we want wanted winning is a, a amazing medicine matt whenever you uh When you win a little bit, you have happier people, you have happier parents, and your coaches are happier, administration's happier, and everybody likes where they are. Losing, just opposite. So we had a good year overall, had some big wins, and and, uh, at least our exit meetings were very positive, and everybody seems to be coming back except Josie Bauer, and we're adding three new kids to our our roster from our incoming freshmen. So if we can create the same culture and the same chemistry, Um, I'm expecting big things from this team.
1: And these three new ones, um, what are we talking about? Like, Will you try to ease them in, or we uh, skill level-wise, are are a couple of them going to have a chance of of making immediate impacts?
12: Well, you know, I never tell anybody that they can't at least make the person in front of them better. That's the, the, the positive thing about quality depth. We haven't had enough of that in the last few years. And uh, it's easy for human nature to set in and you just kind of ride it out. But we're going to have quite a bit of depth. We had some come on strong in the end, like Ashlyn Walkendorf had one heck of a, uh, a regional out there. So she's going to uh, be vying for more time than just running bases. Uh, Taylor Strain had a rough year uh, health-wise, and she'll be back full speed. Uh, the newcomers, as you mentioned, uh, we have Lexi Warnke, who is a pitcher. From East Bernard, we're expecting big things out of her. She's she's going to be a good one, and that'll add us add a sixth arm to our pen bullpen. and And we think uh, very highly of her. And uh, we have a first baseman that probably won't move, Shailen Govin, but uh, will give us some depth over there. And then uh, then we have a middle infielder to give us some depth up the middle. But we're still a fairly young team with quite a few sophomores this year that'll move up to their junior year. Not a lot of needs, just getting better and, and uh, having more uh, more experience will, will make us better.
1: Now, what do you? Will you watch uh, tonight and like last night's game, do you watch it with your wife or do you have, uh, uh, what, what's your situation like? Do y'all like to go out to eat, watch it at a restaurant or do you like to kind of focus on it there at the house?
12: Now I'll be watching it in my living room and, and I'll be a fan, I'll be critiquing the Last night, I couldn't understand why Florida State didn't throw their ace pitcher. I couldn't understand that with Tennessee, and then my wife reminds me that uh, hey, they're in the World Series and you're in your living room watching them play. So be careful what you <laughs> be careful what you say. But I but I, I use my, that time to be a fan and do all the things that other people are doing to me when I'm on on the field. All
1: right, ask your wife if if it would be okay if I stopped by this evening to just watch a couple of innings with you.
12: You're welcome. anytime, anytime. <laughs> Not much awesome. to eat here, though. I, I moved all the kids out recently, and she doesn't seem to like the kitchen as much as she used to. But <laughs> I've been known to something. Sh-
1: yeah, yeah. I could show up. I could come bearing gifts. But uh, well, it was fun to visit with you. I was watching that last night, and I thought of you, and I said I'm going to try to get Glenn on the phone. And so, uh, thank you, Coach. I uh, I appreciate it. Always fun to visit with you. And uh, have fun watching the game, and I'll talk to you soon.
12: Well, who, who do you have tonight? You gonna you going to take Oklahoma through it undefeated, or are you going to go for Florida State? Well, I'm
1: going for – I mean, I guess I should root for the conference, but I'm absolutely going for Florida State. Um, I love that uh, catch at the wall Mudge made last night. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see game two. You were wondering where that ace was. I mean, let's, let's see if you can put them on their heels a little bit. And uh, they've been just a tad bit shakier than we've seen them in a while. I don't know if it's nerves or what. So uh, I certainly would not bet uh, against Oklahoma. I mean, I, if I had to bet it, I would certainly load up on the Sooners. But rooting interest-wise, we'll be going for Florida State.
12: Gotcha. All right. Appreciate you having me.
1: <laughs> you bet. Great to have you. There he goes. Coach Glenn Moore, Baylor. Softball, and uh, good news there. A little bit of news that we can share on that uh, thoracic outlet syndrome, TOS. Uh, Dari Orm should be uh, a full go by November. Aaron, let's do the math real quick. What are we in? June, uh, July, August, September, October, November. Okay, five months, five months. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that. And then uh, be kind of get going and, and be ready for when things uh, uh, get rolling in what February is kind of when the season gets going, maybe uh, mid uh, late February. All right, cool. That'll be that would be awesome to get Darry back and at full strength. And uh, some great stuff there from Coach Moore. All right, we've got a lot to share with you and uh, had a lot of different kind of breaking news today. We'll react to it some. And uh, a little bit on the Texas Rangers as, uh, well, they lost. I
6: mean, it's kind of shocking they lost a baseball game last night. We'll discuss next. ESPN
8: Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood. Cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farmer work site, and you can't run a festival without a golf carts. Oh yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco, off Highway 6 at Bagby, has the largest selection of Easy Go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com, and remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard.
0: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at
11: SyntexSportsFan.com.
13: Hey, guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair.
11: I had my dog Bubba Tank washed yesterday. They had to come pick him up in a little bitty wagon and wagon him up to the bus.
13: Yes, because now not only do we fix foundations, but we wash dogs, too.
11: Yeah, kind of. I got tired of people postponing me for my dog washing, so I built one called Bubba Tank's. Mobilegrooming.com. It's just mobile grooming. But Bubba Tank's on the side of my bus. He's my English bulldog.
13: So if you have any questions about your foundation or concerns or you just need a dog wash, give us a call. 254-235-4922. We
11: got a different phone number for the dog. I don't know. I just wanted to say my dog got clean. He was all furry and happy.
13: Or FixItJimmy.com.
7: Hey folks, Jared Scott here, Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs we will pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that could save you thousands. So give us a call, 840-3261, or 24-7, turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're the away immigrator. We treat you like family.
6: back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we do have some great news
1: coming out of Round Rock. Abbott uh, uh, holds on for a 6-5 victory over Fayetteville earlier today, over at uh, uh, Dell Diamond, and uh, what an incredible deal. Uh, and Coach Kyle Crawford just said, I'm so proud of this group because they've been uh, second a lot lately. We got down here last year. We got our rears kicked. There's no way around it. We learned from it. We moved on. Then we put ourselves in AT&T Stadium in football. Um, said, he said the expectation is not second place in Abbott. Abbott uh, will face some inver- adversity. And they were leading six three, and Fayetteville got something going and um, got the thing to six uh, five, and sophomore uh, uh, well, it, it's uh, really uh, the Preston uh, Pustajovsky did a great job for Abbott, and then uh, Sostala came in to close out the game, and the sophomore. Uh, was able to get uh, Fayetteville left fielder Chance Kavinka to fly out to left and then struck out the designated hitter Lawson Fritch to secure Abbott the title and the save. And, um, man, that's a lot of fun. Way to go, Abbott. Way to go. That's a, It's very exciting. Sound off if you're from Abbott and you're listening to us out there. uh 254-662-1660. Texas, if you're out there listening um abbott left fielder carson johnson drove an rbi single to left to score sestala uh that's when they got on the board early in the game and then uh a pair of uh, gra- uh, uh fielder's choice grounders brought uh around and uh, abbott took a 5-0 lead in the third starting to inning off with a pair of singles from postajofsky and johnson and then uh, they, got, they got the starter out of there. Uh, really, really good stuff. You get there. You want to bring it home. And Abbott did it. Aaron, do we have any applause? Do we have any fanfare we could play for Abbott? My goodness. I mean, they, they, they deserve it. Whoa. Boy, I used to drive through Abbott. Always coming back and forth, home to Baylor as a kid. Thought about Abbott because the, the turkey shop would be over there. I knew it was home. It was the uh, home of Willie Nelson. And Abbott has now become the home of the state champions, 2023 Class 1A Baseball State Champions. That is really a lot of fun sound off on the text line if you've got somebody on the team you know somebody on the team let us know who you are and who your uh, relation is there 254-662-1660 aaron that gets me fired up i mean our, our the, the kids from uh, from abbott to pull that off is great and then about 6 30 this evening china spring will go for it against Liberty Ilu. Um, Aaron, you've been around Central Texas all your life, and you went to high school here. Does, does the baseball slash softball thing go back to even like when we were in school in the, uh, in the early 1990s high school-wise? Is it just from what you can remember, has there just, have there just always been dominant teams in the area?
2: Yes, uh, it's Central Texas has always, always had great baseball programs.
1: Yeah, it, which which the first one you remember, like when you were a kid, Aaron? Was there one particular team that stands out in your mind over the years? Or maybe uh, we were just talking to a kid the, from where you graduated from, Robinson. They had went to state the first couple of years that Peyton Powell was there. Um, but which team stands out to you?
2: The one I remember most was La Vega making the state tournament with Arthur Rhodes.
4: Oh. They made actually Man, the state were final kids. game. Yeah. Yeah, was, we were kids. Yeah. Uh, we were kids. Absolutely.
2: I was Vega still in high school. Had yeah.
1: Arthur Rhodes. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, they made the state championship game, but uh, Rhodes had pitched in the semifinals. And uh, they had two good pitchers, but obviously they didn't have two as good as Arthur Rhodes and ended up losing in the uh, championship game.
1: Did you ever see him pitch? Did you ever see him in person when he was in high school? No,
2: I got to see him when he was with the Rangers, but not in high school. I wish I had because it's t- obviously totally different how dominating he was in high school.
1: Can you imagine how big he was? Like he just, I in my mind, Arthur Rhodes a big dude. I can, Arthur Rhodes a lefty,
2: isn't he? Yes, I can only compare yeah. it. I I bat in little league, uh, and then in. I think 13 – yeah, 12-year-olds 12, 12 and then as a 13-year-old, I batted against Chris Clemens, which was probably kind of similar, so I could, I've i got some idea what it's like. Chris
1: Clemens, how do I know that name?
2: Played at A&M, played at McGregor, played – was in the majors. And he's wow. a coach. Uh, let's see. Do sure you
1: where. think Chris Clemens, when he's talking to people, ever says, I, I remember uh, – I remember that strikeout against Aaron Sexton.
2: <laughs> Actually, he did not strike me out. I, I uh, The second oh, time I batted against him, I had a broken oh. finger, and I wasn't playing, but I had to go bat or we would forfeit. And uh, I was very short. He walked me on four pitches and I walked in a run.
1: <laughs> oh, Aaron, were you injury prone as a, as a kid? No, I just did didn't, didn't know how to slide. I
2: didn't get my hand. I did a Pete rose head first slide and get, didn't get my hand separated. <laughs> Broke both my middle fingers story
1: <clears throat> you should not be i hope you were not one of those people they used to slide into first base every once in a while you would see major oh, leaguers no, do that, that. <laughs> and it just it, it's embarrassing i i feel like i might have seen that even in church softball back in the day somebody come into there was some thought that you could get there quicker sliding head first that was a looking back. Did they outlaw that in Major League Baseball? You do not see that anymore, but I used to see it occasionally, and it's the goofiest thing ever. Trying to trying to do that. All right, Aaron. Uh, also, breaking news today. Um, we we the um this Mexico City deal, Big Twelve Conference extending its reach into Mexico, Brett Yormark said, quoted saying, Mexico is a natural extension to the Big 12 footprint. Aaron, is that is that right? Is that what you wake up every day thinking, that Mexico is a natural foot, uh, extension for the Big 12 footprint? I can't say that that's what I always thought, but, boy, Yormark. I mean, Aaron, the perception is – that he's just running circles around the ACC in the Pac-12. And I think it may be the reality. I think it may not just be the perception, but he really does create that perception. Your Mark quoted saying, Through Big 12 Mexico, our student-athletes will have the opportunity to compete in an international setting, and our conference will have a chance to showcase our brand across Mexico. Er, do we have any listeners right now from Mexico? I bet we do. I bet we do. Like, do you guys think I mean like do, do y'all think this could be could resonate? I mean, may obviously soccer's the biggest thing in Mexico will always be. I think the Cowboys, Los Volcaros. I think Mexico does love the NFL. They love the Cowboys. Is there are there college football fans in Mexico, or college sports fans in Mexico, Uh, I want to hear from you, 254-662-1660. All right, Um, give us your name and where you're from in Mexico. All right, Aaron, do you think our our audience, our Spanish-speaking audience, would like me, Aaron, every once in a while to launch into some of my old um, Spanish From what I learned at Baylor, do you think (laughs) do you think anybody would like to hear that? I imagine they would if they wanted to hear that, they would listen to a Spanish speaking station. All right. So I'm going to answer that myself. Your mark expressed to the league's leadership that the Mexico initiative will help deliver the league a natural extension. Okay. Um Aaron, I what what's kind of interesting is there's going to be a bowl game. Starting in 2026, a, a, a bowl game, and the the Big 12 wants to execute have commercial partnerships, merchandise, and activations. The league on Thursday said it will include partnering with notable musicians and artists, launching an influencer marketing campaign in the region. <laughs> Aaron, do you think Stephanie, if she's listening to us right now, could get us? Some notable musicians from Mexico. Stephanie, if you're out there, Scott, if you're listening, notify your loved one. Stephanie, why can't I just say girlfriend? For some reason, I feel like that does not account for the true romance that they have, to just call it a girlfriend-boyfriend type thing. Um, Stephanie, text in the notable musicians from Mexico. Aaron, what about this Current, Let's see, the bowl game in Monterey. Would be the second postseason one currently held outside of the United States, joining the Bahamas Bowl in Nassau. Um, there have been others, the now defunct International Bowl in Toronto, that held its final game in 2010. The Bacardi Bowl was also played in Havana, Cuba, periodically over the previous century. <laughs> Aaron, have you ever had any um, interest in going to cu- uh, Cuba, as we like to call it sometimes? I have, uh, heading over to Cuba, heading over to Havana. I got to say, I'm interested. I am very interested in a trip to Cuba. Aaron, how about you?
2: Yes, I would. You know, there's not a lot of places outside of the continent of the United States on my bucket list, but there's a few, and that's one of them. Actually, I would love to go to Cuba.
1: Where should I? Where should Aaron and I stay? Um. If we go to Cuba, let us know on the text line. Aaron, have I asked a lot of text line questions today? Will you please scour the text line to see if people are responding to us? I really hope they are. 254 1660 Is Havana the place to go? Is there another part of Cuba that we should be thinking about? Is there a certain hotel? I mean, I kind of think of uh, a scene from The Godfather. Um, I, 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 there's got to be some old-world, old-school hotels or resorts that would be a lot of fun in Cuba. Uh, let us know. In fact, Robin Big Cat Jones and uh, Papa, the man they call Papa, Anthony Ray, former Baylor football greats, were just traveling in Cuba. Maybe I'll ask them. Anybody listening to us right now knows anything about Cuba? Tell us where to stay, and and how do we get in there? Erica, is does uh, what flies into Cuba? Is American? Does American, <laughs> the Southwest have any flights into Cuba? I don't think they do. I don't think I don't think. What do we fly into Cuba on? Let us know on the text line 254-662-1660, as we uh.
2: So it looks continue
1: like continue to uh, uh, crowdsource this.
2: Looks like JetBlue, Delta, and American have flights to Cuba.
1: Oh, wait! What's the first thing you said? JetBlue, American, and Delta,
2: mm-hmm. and Southwest actually. No.
1: Oh wow! Now they use little prop planes, don't they?
2: For that trip from Florida, I think so. I don't think they're very big. Yeah, it's not a long trip once you get to Florida.
1: Yeah, you've been on some of those American Eagles that give you. Oh yeah, I mean, I when I, I when you jump on those ones that that go about fifteen rows, that you're just like yeah yeah, don't feel great about them, but that's okay. Aaron, I did want to say on a, on a note from the NFL, I knew this would this would start. They're going to start trying to lift the spirits of Russell Wilson. And the Denver Broncos left uh, tackle, Garrett Bowles, uh, said after Thursday's OTA practice that critics of Wilson's 2022 season and those who believe he won't recapture his past level of play are going to, quote, eat crow after the coming season. Bowles, the left tackle for the uh, Broncos, said he's a great dude. He's the same guy every single day. He works his tail off, and I'm ready for that stuff to go away. And when it does, everyone's going to eat crow. I knew, Aaron, this stuff was going to come out. Now we're talking about the leaner and meaner, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was quoted saying, um, he wouldn't say how much weight he's lost in recent months, but he uh, he said, I want to have recently the best offseason of my life. Ultimately, we want to be the best version of ourselves. On his conditioning, R- Wilson said, I'm better than ever. I feel great. I feel lean and mean and ready to go. And uh, he, he said that, uh, looking back to last year, he said, You always want to be in the best shape of your life. I'm ready for that. Better than ever. (laughs) Aaron, I don't think I've ever made that statement to anybody. You always want to be in the best shape of your life. Every year you reflect, Wilson said, things you can always do better, things you can work on. All right, we'll see. We'll see. But I knew this would happen. Um... And uh, Sean Payton said of Russell, he's picking it up. The timing and all those things are required. For the first five weeks, we were just lifting and running. Now we're getting some football. He's picking it up good. He looks good. And he looks sharp. All right, that's fine. We'll see when they actually get out there. It is time for the dismount. That's next.
9: This is ESPN Central Texas. Are you looking for a unique Father's Day gift? Enroll your weekend warrior in Hellberg Barbecue 101 class Sunday, June 25th. Participants in the Barbecue 101 will enjoy cold beverages, eat smoked meats, and talk all things brisket from selecting one at the grocery store to slicing the finished product. Plus, enjoy a tour of Hellberg's operation. Everyone will go home with some fresh swag, and a lucky few will win valuable raffle items. Register online at helbertbarbecue.com slash class before all the spots fill up.
4: Is priced right both day and night. Average your car in Texas. Trucks built for you, red, or white, and blue. Average your car in Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of room. Average your car in Texas. Count on us, a dealer to
6: trust. Average
13: your car in
6: you're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
13: Hey guys, it's Jana with well, Advanced... I done t- yet. Go ahead. All right, now. Uh, it's still Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation changing up our commercials. Repairs. You're killing people. I, I, but you interrupt us. Okay. Oh,
11: hey, that's my sister. Hey.
7: I'm dyslexic. <laughs> You're on the
11: radio. We're doing commercials.
7: Oh
11: hey, if y'all want foundation repair and you don't want to talk to me, let me give you my kid sister's number. Hang on, I gotta find it. No, I call her Poo Dog. No. 254 716 0334. No. Call her. Her name is Jana. I call her Poo Dog. Ask her why.
13: That, my name is Jana. Her oh, wait, no, her name's Jennifer. But all Jennifer's going Jennifer. to do is tell me to call them, so you oh. might as well just tell them to call the office. No,
11: call Jen, call Jennifer, my kid sister, late at night. She loves it. Oh, my word. She can't
13: hardly sleep. I don't think anybody's going to do that. I'm turning my phone on. Bunch of stalkers. Okay, but our office number is 254-235-4922. Good. I'm lying. She sucks no, at cooking. And that's Monday through Friday, <laughs> 8 to 5.
11: All right, call us. Say bye, Pooh.
13: Bye. Or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com.
10: For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. DMRA Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for
6: choosing D'Amore Fine Jewelers. Stay close. The dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Like most of us, Ronnie
8: Wheathorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my old mechanic, that didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that far? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask Dad. And Dads, if you want to be the hero, you better say the foundation Doctors. Only the foundation doctor will care for your kids' home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863 8800 or look us up on the web at IneedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or
4: cracks in your walls? The Foundation Doctor will
8: make a house call. Happy Father's Day.
6: It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we gotta say good night. Uh, and uh, I tell you,
1: I Iowa's uh, great stuff from uh, Coach Moore earlier today, and uh, good news on Dari Orm, Baylor's star ace, uh, her the ace pitcher, and uh, she's going to have TOS surgery. That's thoracic outlet syndrome, and it's impinging on a nerve. And they'll do that surgery. They remove a rib. Uh, it's pretty common these days. And uh, she should be fine by November. And then uh, she should be ready in time for the season. Hopefully, get all of her velocity back. And, uh, you know, she's a quick healer. I mean, she was great early this season. And uh, we all hope and pray that this helps the situation. Aaron, that thing I heard Ward talking about earlier that I love is uh, a very unique Father's Day gift. Enroll your weekend warrior. In Helberg Barbecue's Beef Barbecue 101 class, uh, Sunday, June 25th, participants in in Barbecue 101 will enjoy cold beverages, eat smoked meats, and talk all things brisket from selecting one at the grocery store to slicing the finished product, plus enjoy a tour of Helberg's operation, end up with a bunch of swag, and uh, you'll also win valuable raffle items. Register online. HillburgBBQ.com forward slash BBQ class. Got to say good night. Thanks, Aaron.
6: We'll talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up.
1: Good night, everybody.
6: It's time now for today's Modern Media Big 12 buzz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here's John Morris. Everybody, time for check. a check of Big 12
10: Athletics on today's Modern Media Big 12 buzz. Coming up, it was the return to Texas for former Baylor All American and national champion Brittany Griner last night in.